0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: what is up yeah, 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 yeah. ladies and gentlemen peter z aq we are here we are live and today we are talking the batman yeah the batman not the dark knight the batman and here we go yeah. um matt reeves directed robert pattinson starring
0: who the twilight guy
1: the twilight guy the guy that shines like diamonds you wow. know well, no shit at all
0: that's are
1: that that yep, yep there you go there you go <laughs> Um, We're talking about Batman, man. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of expectations for this movie. Some of you may know, Dark Knight is my favorite. Actually, screw it. All y'all know this. If you follow (laughs) me on Twitter, you know. Like, Dark Knight is my favorite film. Uh, At least top two, top three of all time. So, expectations. Even if I said there were no expectations, Uh, there's expectations. What did you expect from this? I expected... I didn't expect Dark Knight, but I expected... First of all, you know, they released so much material before the film. They released one of the most fire Batman suits I have seen. Like the Arkham Origins style, you know, leaner, more militant... Batman look. I was like, oh shit, they've they've got the they've got the costume down mm-hmm. perfect, right? Mm-hmm. They sure did. Like that brought me to the video games, and I'm a big video game fan of the Batman Arkham series and I was like, whoa. And the second thing was Robert Pattinson for me has been really killing it in the indie film world mm-hmm. for the past like five, six, seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. Ever since Twilight, really. He's yeah. been really showing his acting chops to the world. And I'm like, I'm ready for this man to fucking kill it in a mainstream you know studio film um and then matt reeves i like matt reeves as a director as well you know the planet of the apes trilogy was very well done and also very dark which i thought was going to be perfect for the world of gotham so expectations weren't christopher nolan high but they were high in in the sense of we're going to get a really good batman story um so i'm going to actually let you start because i have opinions but uh how did you feel
0: um to be honest with you i was pleasantly surprised by the movie itself. Um, The Batman was really good. I really enjoyed it. Minus the fact that was a long, long ass movie. Three hours, we're talking about? Three hours, yeah. Jeez, yeah, that was a long movie. But I like the way it started, um, showing off that Ave Maria score. um, Because I like Ave Maria. I love my classical music. Shout out to my classical music buffs saying it was playing, it was intensifying. Then, you know, the Rilla came out and killed his first victim. I was like, oh, okay, Zodiac Killer vibes. I like the Zodiac Killer. Very Zodiac Killer vibes. Because I researched Zodiac Killer. So I'm like, okay, I like the design. I like all of it. The Batman costume was definitely a plus. The car... It was very relatable. Woo, that car was, mm-hmm. oh man, that car was beautiful. Yeah, car was fire. I liked the little, like, darker, like, colors that they had involved in there, like, in the filming aspect. Um, I don't know what they had going on with the Batman-Catwoman interaction, because they really escalated that a lot. They did. They escalated it very really quickly. Did. I mean, I, lo- I love Catwoman casting, like, Zoe. Oof. Batty. Batty for real. Um, but I felt like it was more of a Catwoman origin story, you know. Cause really? I was really more interested in seeing Zoe get her chops in, get, cause you know they they really intensified on her family background and um, mm. and pops, cause you 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 got to see like what her
1: family background was like. It's like, oh, you're the daughter of so and so. What? Yeah, that's a good point. I've actually never heard that take yeah. on this film yet. Which is, it is a very, I mean, it's an origin story for kind of everybody. It's mm-hmm. it's new. It's new Gotham mm-hmm. for the viewer, but it did feel very Catwoman centric Mm -hmm. in terms of we're learning a lot about this character and i didn't think about that because i think i was just expecting bruce wayne bruce wayne bruce wayne so
0: much so yeah right it was always i was expecting probably bruce wayne bruce wayne but you know we've heard the story so many times told retold animated live action that it was just like okay so i wasn't too worried about it i was kind of weirded by how they give him like the little gothic look but i guess they wanted to play on that type of like young bruce wayne ass but Ain't he like rich like, can I jump in here you know okay ahead. okay
1: because you, this is this is the first thing when the movie started yeah. that I was I had a problem with man I had a little problem with it mm-hmm. listen and I'm not saying you got to make everybody their type cast okay because right. I'm an actor and like I would right. I would hate to just be the same character in every single film right but you got Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. that screams out to me billionaire. Bruce Wayne schoolboy like hair slicked back mm-hmm. even more so than Christian Bale in my opinion mm-hmm. right this is where you really could have played that whole style that whole look to the to the nines mm-hmm. um it didn't like it didn't kill the movie for no. me but it definitely set it set it to a different dial that when I when I started watching I was like okay we're getting a more emo Bruce Wayne um okay here we go and I think that that was the first thing that I did not expect, that it maybe took it down a notch for me. My biggest issue with this film, to kind of make it very simple, is the fact that it had nothing to do with the length. The length is fine, but the length has to make sense. Right. If it's going to be three hours, make every minute of that three hours purposeful, you know, Mm -hmm. or at least most of it. Right. There are certain scenes in this film that I'm just like, we really didn't have to go that far. We really didn't need to see that entire thing play out. Right. And the, the use of music in this film is also very odd to me. I mean, uh, the score itself is beautiful in certain parts, mm-hmm. but I think very poorly used in certain parts. There's a scene where Catwoman is attending a funeral. Uh, if you've seen the film, you know what I'm talking about. Bruce Wayne is kind of watching from the distance and they're playing the most beautiful, sentimental I think it's the beginning of the Batman mm-hmm. theme, yeah. But with the strings and yeah, and I'm like, this is this is not a sad scene, this is not a beautiful ending, climactic whatever moment. This is a if anything intrigue or if anything no music, yeah, no music at all. And I'm like, they just wasted that moment because mm-hmm. you can't bring that moment back again right? and yes. expect it to have the same effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that sounds like a really you know like oh he's being super critical, but that those little things add up to a lot by yeah. the end of a three hour run
0: rightfully
1: so and yes it was very Catwoman centric i love zoe kravitz i think she's she's a phenomenal <laughs> actress she's yep. beautiful she killed it in this role but this felt like they were really trying to throw as many gotham superheroes and supervillains at us
0: mm-hmm.
1: at one time and it was just like here you go here's everything and uh yeah i, I it was a lot yeah it was, it was a lot you're getting all the villains like i said it's just cat
0: origin story you should just call it the Catwoman at, at that point Call it, call it the Catwoman, Ringer, Ringer. Yeah, I could call it that. I, I would have been fine with that because y'all, y'all gave her like the intro. She was living with her roommate. The mystery where her roommate's at. That she goes on the cover. Batman trying to
1: help her out. I felt like it was this, this is a Catwoman movie. <laughs> that's I mean yes, like you said, that's a good point. It's a good point. And let's talk let's talk about the villains, okay? Because Paul Dano, I love Paul Dano as an actor. I think he was amazing in what was it There Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. He's incredible. I mean. <laughs> He's chilling in that movie, he, and it's also in um, Prisoners. You know, I thought this was going to be the perfect role for him. I I liked the Riddler. There were parts where I felt like he was super overdone. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the costume. I think it was very practical and like the tape and you know the the, the dark green. That was very. It was a very cool way because you could have either gone dark Riddler or you could have gone question mark Jim Carrey Riddler. So I'm glad they went darker and less cartoony. But you know There was just moments Where I just felt like He was just It was almost too much And I feel like With the Riddler You always get the sense Of the Riddler Being the person
0: You never really see What he actually does But when he comes on the scene And you get caught up In his riddle Then that's when The riddle begins You don't really see him Get involved in it In this one They wanted to show him Getting his hands dirty And doing stuff I would have been cool With him Like you didn't see anything You didn't see him Doing anything But then when you see The riddle happen It's kind of like How Saw is Like oh let's play this game
1: Right It's like oh we're caught in this riddle. We didn't even know what happened. Like yeah. the- it was, it, they they revealed him a lot. Yeah, I mean, they opened up with him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And um, you know, I thought Penguin was was really well done. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. he yeah. felt, if anything, he felt like the best villain for me in this film, by far. I agree. I the a- The accent was perfect. I, I mean, Colin Farrell is you know who he, he's a good looking guy. Like he looks nothing like the Penguin. Like the, the prosthetics that they did were incredible mm-hmm. on this film. Yeah, it was. I saw a video of like the transformation. That was so cool was yeah cool. he truly transformed for this role and, and he played a very believable you know sleazy underworld you know uh, club owning mobster mm-hmm. he, he was really good. Um, the car chase scene on the highway between him and Batman yeah, I thought that was the best part of the film mm-hmm. like that just felt super especially with the rain and it was like yeah the rain, the car chase the
0: uh, music placement. Um, the incorporation of the, what was the band called? Oh, Nirvana. Yeah, Nirvana. Incorporation of Nirvana music mixed in with a the Batman theme. I thought that was really
1: creative, too. The the Nirvana score in here, the Nirvana, like, sound. I love Nirvana since, not since, not since they came out because I was a little too young, but <laughs> ever since I was listening to, like, 90s rock and roll like that, I was that was, a wee lad. yes, I was a wee lad. But uh, Kurt Cobain, man, his voice will live on forever. So shout out to them for using Nirvana in this film, because I thought that was actually very well done very well done. But, um, yeah, man, you know, a lot was thrown at us. Here's another little thing too. Like, and I hate to compare it to dark Knight, but one of the things that I loved about the dark Knight was the fact that they made Gotham feel like a real city. Mm -hmm. And part of it is because they shot it in Chicago. Right. And you know, it was just, it it felt like a big city that you could drive to. This felt like, this felt more Tim Burton-y. Yeah. It felt like, um, Even when we saw Times Square, Mm -hmm. like it didn't look poorly CGI, would but it just looked very uh, artsy and like, Mm -hmm. you know, glowy. And I'm like, okay, this Mm -hmm. this feels this feels like a studio. So that kind of threw me off a little bit because only because they did a really good job of making everything else feel more grounded. Mm -hmm. You know, like the car was grounded. Right. The suit was grounded. Right. But then you have this city that just feels like it doesn't exist for real. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, Gotham Square Garden.
0: Yeah.
1: Do we have to do we have to call it like, come on. I remember that Gotham Square Garden. (laughs) It's basically Times Square, but it looks I mean, I'm just I don't know. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Um, Do we know what what time like this was set in? Like another great point. Where are we in, in the universe in terms of time? Like they got flip phones. Yeah. But then they also have high tech it was just, there was a lot of little moments that I'm just like, where where are we in time and space? And I know that really shouldn't matter, but it does, because we live in the real world. And again, that's what made The Dark Knight so real for me, is that we knew exactly how this relates to us. And we could easily have a character like the Joker exist. Yes, the, the Riddler could exist in this world too, especially they did a good job with social media, and how that is used in terms of terrorism and, like, all these terrible things that happen today, but it was, like, a lot of real things mixed with a lot of things that felt fake. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely so. I 100% agree. Uh, it had me very, like, confused with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, let me let me just point out some of the good things. I think that, um, Jeffrey Wright playing Detective Gordon had some really, really, really big shoes to fill uh, with Gary Oldman playing Detective Gordon in the Dark Knight trilogy. Jeffrey Wright killed it. He's one of my favorite people of, like, actors in this film. Yeah. Um, very grounded very like good cop bad cop yeah i really like that That, dynamic um and i thought that was one of my favorite elements of this film the good cop bad cop detective gordon figuring this shit out detective style that was dope my other favorite character in this film had to be andy circus playing alfred oh i mean i don't know how you top michael cain either because michael cain brought so much heart to the dark knight trilogy yeah he did that but I thought Andy Serkis did a really good job of playing like a different style Alfred, which felt more of like a militant, yeah. you know, hardened um, Alfred, you know, who really was upset at the fact that Bruce Wayne didn't see him as a father. Yeah, like that. I really felt that emotionally from Andy Serkis. And I thought it was a very good character choice.
0: Yeah, I, I 100% agree with the castings. Uh, the Gordon casting was very I, he was he was on point what he did no, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So um, but we are about that time uh so how i feel about the batman rating i give it a good 7.5
1: 7.5 hmm i'm gonna go seven i'm gonna go seven yeah uh matt reeves i will say you know if you're listening or anybody from that film i want to see more from this i really loved a lot of aspects of this film i want to see more um but yeah you know that's the beauty of film we can talk about it we can have opinions and uh this is peter z and this is aq and you know we can't describe peace out